there is a new podcast that will continue to share Bob Jones University survivor stories and survivors specifically from BJU-affiliated organizations. This is a limited podcast, so this is the finale, but there are so many more stories to be told. I'm ending this podcast, but I'm creating another one called Beyond BJU, and you can subscribe to it now. The trailer is out. It will not be premiering until 2024, but you can stay updated by subscribing. If you are a Bob Jones University survivor, or you are a part of a church, camp, or Christian school that was run by a BJU grad, if you have a story to share and you feel ready, please reach out to me. And I'm going to have that linked in the show notes to reach out. But please reach out. And for those listening, subscribe to Beyond BJU. The link is in the show notes. Because these stories, they're going to continue to be told because so many survivors that need to be seen, heard, and understood, and just more things that need to come to light. But enjoy the finale of Surviving Bob Jones University. Content Warning This series contains mentions of mental health issues, suicide, sexual abuse, and other sensitive subjects. This is your host, Andrew Pledger, and this is Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian Cult. I believe in the inspiration of the Bible, both the Old and the New Testaments, the creation of man by the direct act of God, the Incarnation and Virgin Birth of our Lord and Savior. In this episode, I really want to cover a little bit of like fundamentalism and its effect on society. And in the end, I will also have some closing thoughts for the very last episode of this limited podcast series. I think... There are various kinds of people who have listened to this. There are people who have survived Bob Jones and they listen to this. There are people in the Greenville area who are familiar with Bob Jones and are just curious and listening to it. There might be some people who are currently at Bob Jones listening to it. I hope so. And then also, I think people who don't know anything about Bob Jones, just who are curious about it and curious about different cults are listening to this. But what I want to say and really educate people who aren't familiar with the world of fundamentalism, and I'm sure some of you listening to this who don't have experience in this environment might be like, oh, how does this affect me? Why does this matter? And I think what is so important about this series was shedding a light on these harmful and toxic dynamics in this fundamentalist environment. And this permeates all of merely fundamentalist Christianity. And what I think is important for people to know, all these fundamentalist religious institutions, they want this way of life in society. So I think it's important that people know what it's like inside of these groups so that they know, oh, these are the dynamics. This is the control they want in our government and in our society. And I've been honored to be a part of pulling back the curtain on this institution. 
And what I want to say is I, I grew up in this in fundamentalism specifically. I was raised in the independent fundamental Baptist movement and I did not have contact with Bob Jones until 18 years old. Fundamentalism was 22 years of my life. And I think it is important for you to understand how they see outsiders. So a lot of people wonder, oh, why can't they just practice their religion, practice their faith or whatever, and stay in their group and mind their own business? But I think people need to understand these people see themselves as having the truth, like the only way to approach Christianity. Anyone else who does not believe, they see them as blind to the truth and under control by Satan. There's this kind of superiority complex that comes with it. It's very narcissistic. And they believe that they know what's best for everyone they want fundamentalism in our government. They want it to run our country. They want it to be a theocracy. And the reason they want it so desperately, number one, they believe it's what God wants them to do. Number two, they believe that if they do not get the fundamentalist lifestyle, the fundamentalist rules, the ideology, if they do not get it in the government and force it on America, then they are afraid that God will judge our country and it will be destroyed. So there's this sense of urgency with them. And they really believe that if they implement this in our society, that it would be a better place. But you got a glimpse of what that society would be like on a much smaller scale in the area of Bob Jones University. So I do not want America to turn into Bob Jones University, and I don't think you do either. I think this is why it is so important that we vote. We vote for people who want democracy, we vote for people who accept evidence and accept science and have an open mind. So I feel like that's why it's so important. And a lot of inspiration behind this podcast, really, I started this podcast before I knew about this documentary because no one knew about it then. But when it came out, it really helped motivate me more and push me more. But throughout this entire series... People have been referencing this documentary over and over, and the documentary is called Shiny Happy People, and it is on Amazon Prime, and it specifically covers Bill Gothard, the Duggars, and the Institute of Basic Life Principles. I highly recommend checking that documentary out, but it's a different organization, but it has the same motivations, the same mission of creating soldiers for Christ to put them in society to turn our country into a theocracy. This is not just an isolated Bob Jones thing. This is in fundamentalism. So please get out there and vote because your rights depend on it.
as I've been making this podcast, I have been surprised that I have not found other exposés on other colleges. There are countless Christian colleges that operate just like BJU. I've honestly been surprised about how many people who have never experienced this environment don't care what's happening in Christian colleges. I've seen so many comments that blame students for attending these schools, but most people don't know that many of these students don't have a choice. I didn't. It was either I stay in fundamentalism or stay in fundamentalism. Those were the only two choices I had. Stay in the IFB cult or go to a fundamentalist college. I knew no one on the outside, not at least until I got to BJU and started exploring the Greenville community. So a lot of people assume that you have that choice. And I think when these comments come out of, oh, you signed this, you signed that, people are not educated on consent. Just because you say yes doesn't mean you actually internally mean yes, because there is coercive control involved, there are parents involved, there's social pressure involved, There's you have no choices. So it's like you may, yes, students may sign these things, but they really don't have an option of anything else. Just trying to survive in this system of control that has just permeated their existence. So there are countless of these colleges across the U.S., but there are people in these environments that are suffering in silence. They do not know they have a choice. They've been in a cult. Okay, I hope through this podcast I understand all the elements of control. Like, cults are made to keep it nearly impossible to leave. I got out by the skin of my teeth. It was very hard, but I was able to escape, and I'm rebuilding a life. But guess what? That doesn't work out for everyone else. I feel like my example is, a, is an anomaly in that environment. Um, but there are people being harmed and abused in these environments, and they don't know that they have a choice. And the U.S. needs to know about what's going on behind closed doors in these colleges. And let me tell you, okay, there's Pensacola Christian College. There's Hiles Anderson. There's Crown College. There's um, West Coast. And... There's just countless others that they're in plain sight and they're operating in a similar way. And it's time that people know what is really going on because this is bigger than Bob Jones University. And, and these dynamics are th they're throughout all of fundamentalism. Bob Jones is just an example of that. So I hope you've been able to have compassion for survivors who have been in these situations where they did not have a choice or didn't know that they had a choice. Before we get to the closing thoughts of this episode, there is one last thing that I wanted to bring awareness to before this series ends. And it is dangerous and hateful rhetoric that is still happening at Bob Jones University. Now, I came across a horrific sermon that was preached at Bob Jones University in 2022, and the subject matter is on gender and sexuality. And before I get into this, just a lot of content warning for a lot of hate speech and just mm, awful violent rhetoric. I think it is so important for people to know about the rhetoric that is still happening at Bob Jones and it's 2023 but this is from a sermon in 2022 and the 
person who preached this sermon. His name is Renton Rathbun. And he's still on faculty at Bob Jones University. And I'm going to link the sermon in the show notes, but I'm going to read some quotes to you. And this is something I did want to add in the Being Queer at BJU episode, but that episode, I had I literally had two episodes dedicated to that. So I'm like, that was, it had enough material, but I wanted to let the public know what is still being taught at Bob Jones University. And this is in Renton Rathbun's Sermon on Gender and Sexuality. And I quote, What we're going to talk about today is going to be very clear cut. And of course, the world has taught you if someone is talking about homosexuality or gender in too simple of a way, or especially in a Christian way, then they obviously just hate homosexuals with all their heart. And if they loved them, what they would do is they would affirm and be happy about their homosexuality. And we have plenty of Christian leaders that are doing that very thing. This morning, many of you, hopefully all of you, heard Dr. Bob III's message, and he really punched us in the face, didn't he? And maybe some of you are a little upset about it, but be tough. Take the punch. It's okay. I'm saying that because we've run out of men who punch us in the face. We just have. There was during World War II in the concentration camps, the Nazis would take one of the Jews and give them a particular job. And that job was to usher other Jews off the train when they arrived to make them feel safe and calm. They would show them where they were going to be staying and then tell them a few rules. And that same Jewish person that they had assigned would then usher them from where they were staying the next day, sometimes a week later, and ushered them into a big building. And this Jewish person would tell them this is a shower is to get you guys nice and clean the water is warm this should be good and they trusted him because he was the guy that saw them off the train that got them settled and he ushered them to the this building so it must be true and they would go into that building and there was no water in it it was gas and they would die and that same jewish person would then go in and pull the bodies out to burn them. They called this person a Sonder Commando. And the Sonder Commandos would be those Jewish people that would usher people kindly to their death. Pretty gruesome death, actually. We are surrounded, and I think this is one of the disadvantages of your generation. You are surrounded by Sonder Kamados. If men and women who are church leaders are so interested in you liking them that they are ushering you gently and happily to hell. And when someone comes and punches you in the face and says, stop going this way, it makes us upset. We love our Sonder Kamados who are nice and sweet to us. Today, we're going to talk about something about gender and homosexuality. End quote. Ugh, okay. Now, yeah, that's, there's, I could just, I want to read this whole sermon, but I don't, like, you don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. That was just one of the worst parts of this sermon. <sighs> but, let's see. Another horrific part of this sermon, and... Renton Rathbun says, and I quote, We have confused 
creational norms with what love is. If you have burning desires for other men, you're stuck. There is no hope for you. What you have to do is just embrace it, but don't act on it. And then you can still be a good Christian. In fact, you can even be a gay Christian. But if being gay really is a sin, then I guess, why isn't there any child molester Christians? Someone who is attracted to children, but they don't act on it, but they want to be known as a as a child molester Christians. In God's eyes, those are the same things. And we've got to embrace that. And we've got to be tough enough to understand that if you're really want to embrace the gay Christian movement, you have to say goodbye to Christianity. You're embracing something else, but it's not Christianity. End quote. Yeah, so these are some things that I wanted to bring awareness that are still being taught at Bob Jones University. So these are some closing thoughts that I wanted to say. There's no script. This is me probably going to ramble but this is the very last recording that I'm making for this and like I'm feeling relief I feel that weight starting to be lifted off and I feel proud of this all the hours I put into this and all the healing that's come through it and I hope you found this healing. I hope you felt seen, heard, and understood. I know there are a lot of people that are so upset about this podcast, but it's whatever. It was about time that BJU survivors were truly heard. I want to thank all the survivors who came forward. We're going to get through this. Okay. Mm. Thank you so much for speaking up. I am honored that you trusted me to give you this space to tell your stories. I want to thank Camille Lewis, thank you so much for all the work that you've done all these years, and I know people give you so much crap, but you still keep going. I don't know how you do this work, because it's difficult. It's hard to look at the ugly parts of this But thank you so much for not looking away because it's so much easier to look away. It's so much easier to ignore it and to not care. Thank you also to everyone who listened to this who did not look away. And I know there are people that they had wonderful experiences, and I hope you know that those are valid still too, and I hope that you realize that people who experience harm, their experiences are valid too. But thank you for not 
looking away because I know a lot of people will and a lot of people still do. And I also still want to continue to thank Camille just for all because you sent me emails with so many resources about this and this podcast would not be exist without you because I needed all the resources to back up everything and you had it and the sources are in the they're in the show notes for anyone who's curious if they want to see all the sources and all the things but I've been planning this podcast I've been planning this since March of 2023 and it's been a long emotional toll. There were moments where I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. But my therapist has been so great helping me through all of this as I continue this work to help survivors. And this project has also been so healing for me and forced me to deal with things that I really pushed aside or have been pushing aside about Bob Jones. And it's been interesting as there have been moments of mixed feelings that have come up throughout this podcast that are definitely, it's causing a lot of cognitive dissonance for me, but I'm excited for this to finally come out because when I started researching back in March, I was surprised that no one had made a documentary, no one had made a podcast just about Bob Jones. So I hope this can just be a catapult for something bigger. And I guess some other things maybe that I want to say was I think a lot of people who are indoctrinated into Bob Jones, I don't think I don't think they're bad people. I think a lot of the followers of that they've been subjected to a lot of mind control. And that's what I tell myself when there's backlash online, at least. What I really hope that people get out of this is, number one, survivors, you feel seen, heard, and understood, and just validated in general with this. I hope people come away learning, really, the complexity, nuances, and how cults ex exist on a spectrum, and I hope you'll be able to identify any kind of harmful group. The, this happens in so many high-control groups, so many cults, toxic relationships. And another thing is, I think there are leaders that have caused so much harm at Bob Jones and still continue to. And I hope they will be held accountable. Because usually leaders, they know exactly what they're doing. And I know it's also true that in fundamentalism, a lot of these power dynamics and different things have been normalized. Again, thank you so much for getting through this podcast because I know it was not easy. Thank you for sitting with me and thank you for sitting with other survivors through all of this and I want to thank you also to my Patreon supporters because they allow me to do this work and if you want to continue to see the work that I do follow me on social media the link is in the bio also for that but 
thank you everyone for sitting with me and other survivors through this journey.